This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Okay, this is kind of crazy. Um, a computer that plays chess broke its opponent's finger. Its opponent was only seven years old. Oh. Um, so, I thought, I thought uh, you were going to say Dennis DeYoung was run over by an autonomous electric car. Oh, dude, Elon strikes again. <laughs> so yeah. What did he ever do to you? How bad you hate that song? I don't know, dude. Uh, so, uh, according to Russian media outlets, a chess-playing robot... Uh, apparently unsettled by the quick responses of a seven-year-old boy, <laughs> unceremoniously grabbed and broke his finger during a match at the Mas- Moscow Open. Avery's been watching the Moscow Open. That's how chess, like, crazy he is. Right, right, right. Uh, the robot broke the child's finger, Sergei Lazarov said. Uh, adding that the machine had played many previous exhibitions without Killing anything a- crazy happening. <laughs> a little late. Those eyes, <laughs> those are laser guns. So we have video <laughs> of the July 19th incident, um, and it shows the boy's finger being pinched by the robotic arm for several seconds mm. before a woman followed by three men rush in. Before a mom came, his mom came over and hit it with a baseball bat. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and the garbage can fell over. Let go, my boy! Sergei Smajin, a different guy from the Russian Chess Federation, said that the robot appeared to pounce after it took one of the boy's pieces. Wow. Rather than waiting for the machine to complete its move, the boy opted for a quick response to it, right? And so you have to, there's safety protocols. So the computer moves, the robot moves, and then goes back to its original, whatever, stance, and then you have to wait, and then you move. So he didn't wait. Oh, so he went out of turn. Uh, no, he didn't go out of turn, but he didn't let the machine right. reset. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, there are certain safety rules, and the child apparently violated them. He effed around, and he found out. <laughs> when he made his move, he did not realize he first had to wait. This is an extremely rare case. The first that I can recall. Yeah, I don't remember a chess computer robot ever breaking anybody's finger before. Um, so, But Lazarev, the other guy, the other Sergei, had a different account saying the child made a move. And after that, we need to give time for the robot to answer. But the boy uh, hurried and the robot just grabbed him. Either way, the robot suppliers were going to have to think again. Well, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to figure out that there's, yeah. you know, some sort of be, be, safety on that. Right. Before you go to the sharper image to find your kid, your robot playing right. chess buddy for the for Christmas. Yeah. Only... <laughs> Yeah, just imagine the warning label on that one. Right. No sudden moves. <laughs> Don't blink. Yep. Yep. Always follow protocol, or you may die. <laughs> have a saw. Have a sawed-off shotgun <laughs> under your uh, under your chair. So I guess this kid's one of the thirty best pl- chess players in Russia. So call him old nine digit. Uh, why not? Uh, finger put in a plaster cast did not seem overly tra- uh, traumatized by the attack. Came back the next day and played all of his games. There you go. That's a great story. So weird. Attacked by a robot. I know. Well, okay. But that'll be the... Uh, that's, how, <laughs> uh, that's how the uprising of the robots pretty much start. Well, and then it's so weird because 
uh, one don't... of my suggested news stories was about how we're going to be having sex with robots in uh, 10 years. Look, a robot will not like 10 years. autonomously break a rule. It will just follow through with the instructions fed to exactly. it. Exactly. No matter what. That's how the uprising starts. It's not because it's sitting there going, I, I, this plan sucks. I think it says you can't, am, it's yeah. like, it's like war games. You can't, you can't unplug it once it starts. Right. Can't you just unplug it? That's not how it works. Man, oh man. Um, yeah, I think the issues come when you were trying to create like this, the, the artificial intelligence and stuff where it, as the machine gains more information, it develops a bigger, broader understanding, and that's when we're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, it is weird. The the uh, say, what did they say about the kid making the uh, unintended move? What was the explanation? Read read that part again. Okay, hold on. Because it's almost like they're blaming the seven year old. Yes. But uh, you know, you have a three thousand pound tin can there with a giant claw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, let's. Uh, so uh, I said the robot appeared to pounce after it took one of the boy's pieces. <laughs> Rather than waiting for the machine to complete its move, the boy opted for a quick move, and there are certain safety rules, and the child violated them. Right, right. When he made his move, he did not realize he first had to wait. This is an extremely rare case. Um, and then I uh, said the child made a move, and after that we need to give time for the robot to answer, but the boy hurried, and the robot grabbed him. Right, right. Either way, he said the robot suppliers were going to have to think again. I, I understand the novelty of having a robot there, it's, it's right. sci-fi, it's, it's great. But shouldn't we rethink the fact that it's strong enough to break a finger yeah. of, of a boy or a man? You, you've made it strong enough to snap a finger. It's just playing chess. It's why is it that chess. strong? Well, it, you know why it's that strong, dude. We well, can't. That's things we don't talk about oh, on, the, on the radio. Oh, dude. Yep. What in the hell? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like you're... It's like your power tools. It is? A child playing with power tools. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, hey, listen to me. <laughs> How many kids got to die so we can get a goddamn chess game done here? <laughs> uh, Son, what have you learned here? The kid's, the kid's finger. Uh, wait, my turn? It's just blood <laughs> spurting out of it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Bad robot. Oh, the carnage. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, update uh, somebody got sentenced uh, over the weekend. Caitlin McClure. Does that name ring a bell? Uh, no. All right. The GoFundMe fraudster. Oh, with the homeless guy? Yeah, she raised uh, her and her uh, scummy husband raised $400,000 for fake homeless veteran. She allegedly met at the gas station. Right. She got uh, sentenced over the weekend. He, and he was in on it. The homeless, quote, unquote, dude was in on the whole scam. They were all in it together. All, all three. Her, yeah. Right, right. Yep. I watched a kind of like a mini doc on it. Caitlin McClure. A remarkable piece of crap. One third of the GoFundMe scam that raised almost half a million dollars for a homeless vet who supposedly handed over his last 20. Right. When she ran out of gas. Lies. Total lie. She's headed for federal prison. Pound me in the pooty. Yeah. For, for how long would would your guess be? How long? I'm gonna say it's it's it's, it's never enough. Eight years for these scumbags. Oh, you are the hangman. Well, usually 
the government really only cares if you screw over rich uh, people, rich people right. but or wire fraud. And I'm assuming this is some sort of fraud charge. Sheil, are you ready for this? Oh, don't. One year. Well, that's enough time to get out all your prison bitch fantasies, so good. Good for her. Federal judge in Camden uh, sentenced McClear, 32, who goes by Kate. Oh. Kate the Snake, mm. uh, to a one year and one day behind bars, followed by three years of supervised release. Well, that's going to suck. She but. also must uh, pay $400,000 in restitution. Uh, she pleaded a guilty in March 2019 to conspiracy to commit wire fraud. See? Uh, along with uh, her former boyfriend, former boyfriend, Mark uh, D'Amico. Oh, they didn't make it through the scandal, huh? And the homeless guy's name was Johnny Bobbitt Jr. McClure gained national attention in 2017 for the heartwarming story of, uh, here's how it went down, down on his Lex Samaritan who rescued McClure. She and D'Amico created to go find me to aid Bobbitt to get him back on his feet. They called it paying it forward. Yeah. Which I already hate. Yes. The viral effort led over 14,000 people pledging money. Now, uh, the problem came when Bob, the fake homeless guy, complained about not getting his cut. Right. Yep. <laughs> Listen. You're lucky. I can you're inspire just, to do just, this with you. You're but... just lucky to be here, buddy. Investigators uh, then uncovered the happenstance of Bob aiding a strand of McClure on a desolate Philadelphia highway. It was fake. The couple, then living in Florence, had come across Bobbitt panhandling near a casino they were going to. McClure and D'Amico were uh, using the bulk of the money to buy new cars, take vacations, pricey clothes, and accessories. After her arrest, McClure was suspended from her receptionist job, State Department of Transportation. She had a good gig. All three charged separately by the Burlington uh, County Prosecutor's Office. New Jersey, uh, theft fraud crime. Uh, D'Amico was sentenced to 27 months, the dude, in federal court earlier in April. Well, why did he get longer? Oh, the dude. I don't know. Always gets the screw job. And he also has to pay $400,000 restitution. Whoa. He awaits sentencing uh, where he pleaded guilty in uh, December 2019. Uh, Wait, why, why does it say he awaits sentencing when they just said it? they gave him 27 months? That didn't make sense. They must have updated that bottom part of the Now, the uh, fake homeless guy is awaiting sentences. Awaiting, he's the last one that's going to get sentenced. The fake homeless guy. Yeah. Well, he was really homeless. Oh, he was? Yeah, they just didn't... He didn't rescue them. They he just cooked the scam up with him. Right. Said, hey, man, come with us. They needed him for this scam. Yeah, they, they needed right. the... Yeah. And then they tried to screw him over, and now you're all in prison. <laughs> Take that. The Burlington plea agreements, they wanted five years. No, I think what's happening is they're getting sentenced in two separate cases. Okay. That's what. Probably. As, well, that's what. The Burlington plea agreements called for them to serve five and four, respectively. Those sentencings are scheduled for next month. There's two sentencings. So they might be uh, working together to go, okay, you give me a year. We'll, well, yeah. we'll give them three over here, and maybe that's where they're going to come up with it. So they all just cop to a plea agreement. Bobbitt was sentenced uh, to a combination drug court program and five-year probation. 
in Burlington County. He awaits sentencing in federal court. So, yeah, everybody's. It's the wire fraud. It's the wire fraud, dude. It's getting them. In in separate uh, rulings. The feds love taking you to pound town for that. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. So. Because remember, that's what they got uh, good old Billy McFarlane on. And and it all come undone because of, say it. Uh, Pay it forward. Greed. Oh, yeah. Well, people are selfish. You're supposed to take that and, and sit on it. Put it in your Bahama bank account. Right. You don't take it back to the casino. You don't You don't show up at a Rolls Royce. Oh, no. It's your typing job. Hey, <laughs> uh, girls. Know. We're going to Rock and Sushi. It's on me and my Rolls Royce. If they, oh, yeah. Just blend, dude. Just blend? You can't disappear, but the blending would be great. Well, I don't know. Well, they agreed because they didn't pay that. They didn't pay off the one guy they had to pay off. Yeah, the con was good. They just didn't uh, count on. It's a good lesson in taking care of your people. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You're only as good as your weakest uh, homeless guy. Homeless guy. Good old fashioned American greed. <laughs> God, give him a hundred thousand. Right. You're you're yeah. still driving new cars. Yep. It was dumbass. <laughs> uh, greed is powerful, and people like money. Like to show it off, even when it's not there. Yeah, you know, and they could have probably opened up a. They probably could have kept the scam going. Right. They could have. They could have uh, taken him around the country. It's a good old book signing tour. Thank you. Come meet my homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> Give him money. All right, take him away. He bothers me. All right, that's that's long <laughs> enough. Take him away. Sure, there's a small, you know, administration fee. <laughs> well, you could have started a nonprofit in every state under that guy's name. They could have milked this for a decade. And then you do the thing where you're like, well, administrative costs are 98% exactly. of our organization. We're having a fundraiser fly-in, sushi, uh, and oyster uh, <laughs> motivational meeting in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. Gonna eat up this year's profits. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. All right, uh, so Rage went back on the road after how freaking long were they off the road for and not together? I don't know. It seems like a long time. Let's... After uh, 11 years, returned to the stage for the first time in 11 years. And, of course, they did it. Alpine Valley, they kicked it off. Since then, there has been all kinds of drama for your mama. So, um, Zach injured his leg at uh, a show, I don't know, a couple days after Alpine. And now Tom Morello got tackled by a, uh, a security guard who was chasing a fan that rushed the stage. And then he fell off the stage. Oh, Tom did? Yeah. Oh, damn. Dude, I know people laugh and think it's funny when somebody falls off a stage. Well, Madonna with a horse sound effects. That's pretty funny. That's the best. But that's ouch. Because we don't like her. 
It's a long, hard <laughs> it's fall. It's because her music sucks. Well, and yeah, put your vagina away. You're like 75. <laughs> you talking to me? Yes, I am. Wow, that hurt. So, um, in the video, a security guard can be seen chasing after the fan, <laughs> but accidentally tackles Morello, oh, no. who falls off the stage. As the fan jumps down and tries to escape back into the crowd, other security guards grabbed a hold of the fan uh, before he could escape. <laughs> Morello finished him off. Right. <laughs> with one, Took his guitar with, off with and one, beat him with it. One good leg. Uh, the band stopped the song when uh, lead singer Zach De La Roca, who was sitting in a chair after injuring his leg during a previous show, noticed the mishap and he was uh, like, hold up, hold up. Song stopped. Morello uh, did get back on stage and pumped his arms towards the crowd. Yes, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. Yes. The power of rock compels me. Yes. Uh, it didn't look like he was injured. So uh, Tom Morello has a daughter named Madison, by the way, mm-hmm. um, after Madison, uh, Madison Wisco. Yes. Mm-hmm. Could have called her McFarland, but no, um, because during, it happened during she was born during the Act 11 protests. And so, um, yeah, right. Yeah. He was out here playing as the night watchman. Yeah, that's exactly correct. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some video here. Let me, let me take a look at this. Chaos. That poor security guard. Do you think he got sent home? Uh, hey, dude, you, you tackled Tom Morello. Why don't you go ahead and sit a few plays out? Where's the... It's a side stage video. It's... Okay. I'm waiting for the... Going over my forensic evidence. I see that. It's the Zapruder film. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that uh, presidential limousine doing on stage? Really weird. Uh, all right, I don't, I don't want to sing it. Oh, that's because I have 40 minutes worth of footage. Yeah. Oh, jeez. A lot to wade through there. All right, I'm, I'll, I'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, everybody's, everybody's fine. Everybody's okay. All right. Um, but what's going to happen next? My God. Yeah. It has been full of drama. <laughs> Whatever. And then people are like, oh, I wish Rage Against the Machine would leave politics out of it. And it's like, what? that's, that's. Kind of their whole thing, though. Even the name of the band what was the, what is was political. The, was the fan uh, trying to glue himself to Tom Morello? No, no, no. The fan was on stage. Who knows what he's going to do? Hug him, kiss him? Yeah, right, 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 right. It's the security guard that took Tom out. Yeah, no, I know. He missed the... Yeah. I'm not sure what the dude's intentions were as he ran on stage. <clears throat> you can't do that anymore. Hello? Too many people are getting shot. Yeah. Yeah, you think... It's scary with, uh, for the a, band. A band that big, unless they just got... Uh, uh, they fanboyed and just couldn't help themselves. Right. Right. But a uh, bad time for a meet and greet while the middle of the guitar solo is going on. Tom, I love you! Okay, one minute, please. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Completely. I just, I just killed a man! Excuse me. I just killed one of our fans. That is really. Mm-hmm. Was that, where was this at? Um, but, 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 let me see. I already closed out of the article. Yeah, you really don't know what anybody's pushing. Toronto. Anybody's pushing these days, and they're getting huge crowds. So you would think that uh, the security would be a little tighter than this, but you never know. I hope it wasn't some dipstick radio DJ. Oh, DJ was, You know how I get when I drink martinis at concerts. I start. What happens when I drink? You cry. Well, I get. Uh, 
that's why I'm like, are we sure we should have martinis Monday and Sturg- I, Monday? I get hug- Sturgis. I get huggy and lovey dovey. Mm-hmm. And then you cry a little bit. It's all right. Tears of joy, my friend. Um. Well, did you see the Kid Rock thing? Uh, yeah. So I didn't get the full details, but it looks like a mess. Here we go. Chaos ensued after Kid Rock <laughs> abruptly canceled his concert in North Dakota on Friday. Oh, no. Because there was a tornado warning. So, you know. <laughs> controversial hitmaker was forced to cancel the headlining performance. Is he that controversial? Uh, North Dakota State Fair. No cream puffs there. Following the cancellation, um, he apologized to his fans and expressed how upset he was via Twitter. So pissed off. We could not play for a sold out crowd today in Minot, North Dakota because of high winds. I know it sucks, Dude, but none of us can control Mother Nature. Freaking lightning is so rock and roll. We're going to freaking finish this show off. Don't be a pussy. Please be safe leaving and take care of each other. <laughs> and then they did the opposite. So, um, yeah, they ripped up the, the dang... The whole stage area. I mean, I wouldn't bitch. You got Night Ranger set got played. You got something. So God has a sense of humor. He let you watch Night Ranger right. and then took out Kid Rock. At uh, 10.30 p.m., the sheriff, Bob Rowid, took to the stage at the annual state fair to tell a sea of 18,000 fans Whoa. that had been drinking for how long at that point <laughs> that the concert would no longer be t- taking place. Fans were not happy with the unfortunate news, and as we do as grown adults, we begin trashing the venue. They were chanting bull snit as a tornado sucked up 37 of them. Surprised that Kid Rock took the advice of some liberal meteorologist in the middle of nowhere. Science. And then uh, actually listened to him. Who shuts that down at that point? Is that is that law enforcement, or is that... Uh, who who's is the State venue? Fair. Is the uh, venue? I assume the artist and their agency. Well, they're going to have a say in some of it. Yeah, sure. For don't, sure. Don't want. Uh, I am. I assume they don't like to do makeup shows after a, a tour ends. I don't know. I don't know how. Any because of that you goes. know you've got to. You know it's not like Jimmy Buffett who flies in on his jet the day of the show and then uh, before you leave the parking lot he's back on his jet. Right. Flying back to Margaritaville. I mean you got to. Fans were waiting hours to see Kid Rock for some reason, um, and his performance was canceled. They began to throw bottles and trash at the stage out of sheer frustration. Oh, no. One concert goer even stormed the stage. Bring us the head of Kelly Kiki, and we will go away silently. Taking a threatening stance before security tackled him and police handcuffed him. No! Oh, my Lord. Holy the videos crap. are insane. Let's see. Is this what I'm looking at? Is this? What am I looking at? Um, Is that beer flying through the air? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> whiskey. Yeah. yeah, drinking. Wow, well, Kid Rock, that's a whiskey crowd, man. Well, do they sell whiskey at the North Dakota State Fair, though? Oh, I don't know. Well, the pre-show, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. So I don't know if they're. that's going to get rescheduled. They probably don't want him back, <laughs> to, you know? Well, are they blaming it on him? In his tweet of so pissed, because it sounds like they wanted to do the show. But think about the lawsuit. They, as a venue, you can't. Just like the Alpine Valley thing with right. Jimmy Buffett. Right. It's too many people to move. To- and 
What about lightning? Yeah. Do you want to kill the band? I know people were mad that one year at uh, band camp, too, about the delay because of lightning. Yeah. But who wants to zap Zach Wild? All of a sudden you killed Zach Wild because you wanted to get a full set? Really? Yeah, I don't. Oh, here's. Oh, here's here's a guy jumping on stage and a security guy canceling him. Well, yeah, yeah you don't want him near the guitar. Oh, yeah, he's taking a very aggressive stand. Oh, oh, you should see the security guy to tackle this jackal. Right from behind. That looked uh, like an NBA tackle. That right. would be a penalty in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> that would be total illegal tackle. In the, uh, what's that? Clipping. That's a full-body clip Yeah, from behind. You can't do that. But uh, that, that guy... Well, you know, what good is that going to do? You're still not going to see Kid Rock. <laughs> right. I just, I just want to take me a, a guitar souvenir for all my trouble. I don't know if they talk like that up there, but. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, you know, you get that mob mentality and three people start throwing their beer bottles and all of a sudden the whole crowd joins in. It's so weird. Pretty deceiving when they say state fair because that looks a lot like the uh, American family, the old Marcus Amphitheater. That's a nice facility, by the way. Don't think that's standing out in the cornfield. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. (laughs) Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and Dee, nowhere but JJO. Welcome to the show. Wine and cheese go together like peanut butter and jelly, right? Cheese goes good with wine? National Wine and Cheese Day. You want some cheese? with that one. Two of my favorite things. It is National Wine and Cheese Day. Today is the day to celebrate that. Is there anything better than wine and cheese? Wine and wine. Wine. Well, there you go. That's true. I love cheese. I love wine. It's showtime, baby. Do you do uh, wine and cheese at your palatial estate in Windsor? <laughs> we do drink a lot of wine. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you're in the Wine of the Week Club or whatever. Yeah, we're in a <clears throat> Wine of the Month Club. Drugs are us club. Oh, did we move up to a weekly? Yeah, now? yep. <laughs> I wonder if I've had wine for dinner for the last <laughs> right. 12 days. Uh, Man cannot live on wine alone, dude. Uh, it won't be up to the wine of the day club. <laughs> the guy dropping off two bottles. Oof, then we got problems. It's a problem. We got problems. No, we love the wine. And you do mostly reds. We, uh, we are exclusively reds. Got it. We do not drink white wine in my house. It's a little uh, <clears throat> too sweet. On most occasions. Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah. uh The Prairie Fumé is really uh, good. Prairie Fumé. In other words, uh, Wallersheimen <laughs> sucks at it. <laughs> it's a lovely, lovely experience. Uh, not the plug they were looking for. It is nice sitting on that hillside. Oh, hell yeah. The sun in your face. Good Lord. One of the most beautiful spots in the state. Life is good, dude. Life is good when you're toked up on wine a little bit. So um, I think this is a great excuse. And by golly, I'm going to do it. To get some different wines and some different uh, cheeses and just throw it together and see what you like. Well, could you come over for lunch? <laughs> I do have errands to run. It might not be the best thing to do in the middle of the day, but and, sure. And by lunch, I mean 10, 15. Okay. What the, uh, yeah, we have. Uh, well, we don't like to uh, 
<clears throat> we don't like to, you know, re-refrigerate a wine. Re-re. We don't like to re-refrigerate a wine. We like to drink it fresh. Yeah. So we'll uh, soldier through a bottle. That's a guy. Man, I... two, two people and a bottle. Psh. I mean, what is that? Two glasses? It's like a sip. Yeah. But uh, Elowan, man, from Oregon. Boy, that's that's one of our favorites. Right on. But we love to try... Uh, we love to try wine from all over the place. And when you get a wine of the week, it's the mystery box of booze. You don't mm-hmm. know what you're going to get. Right. Um, do you guys do cheese pairings with it or just? Yeah. I mean, craft. Oh, no. And uh, no, we'll have some <laughs> all kinds. Of, we've got all kinds of cheese. Name it. We've got it. We just buy little bricks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Munster. Sure. Nothing fancy. Whatever. Okay. Lindenberg. Put it on a cracker and off, Lindenburger. off we go. You got the stinky cheese? No, no, we don't do stinky cheese. What about the behind the knee cheese? Isn't it the same thing? Is that the same thing? <laughs> I don't know. You what, don't... What's your favorite cheese? My favorite cheese of all time? Yes. Blue cheese. Oh. Yeah. Well, ours is. With a, dude, number one with a bullet. Sure. Yeah. No, we have, uh, we've done brie, which is messy, but... Uh, feta on salads, gouda. Uh, Dude, our favorite, our favorite is goat cheese. Havarti, a uh, little yeah. provolone. Yeah, we don't care. Dude, you just go. We stand in front of that wall of cheese at the grocery store, and it's a little intimidating. Ah, uh, yeah. And then I'm like, we try to find something different. I can't. Too much cheese gets purchased when I'm at the wall of cheese. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, how am I going to eat all this cheese? And then it becomes like a challenge. Not a good challenge because nobody's winning. But yeah, Avery's on the curd kick, dude. So many cheese curds. Sure. Um, he likes the ones from Decatur and the ones from Car Valley. Those are his two top two. Oh, where were we? We just had great curds. I can't remember. We eat out a lot. I can't remember where we were. It's just the white cheddar. Where were we? Oh, my Lord. Lord only knows, dude. <laughs> uh,. Dude, we were out, so, I yeah. like to give good cheese curds a plug, and I can't remember what yeah. we were um, Estes Park. Yeah? So, like, he's been on the curd kick, and he was, like, three days, four days into the trip, he's like, I need cheese curds. <laughs> and I was like, buddy, I don't know that we're going to find any. We're in Colorado. This is not Wisconsin, where there's fried cheese on every block, you know? So we did. We found cheese curds in Estes Park at Poppy's, but they called them cheddar chunks, Oh, those sound deep fried. Oh, yeah, they were the deep fried. I just like the lightly Um, battered. And they were. It was super lightly battered. And he goes, these might be the best cheese curds I've ever had in my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. And, like, even the the batter on them had, like, some light seasoning in it. So it was just delightful. It was wonderful. Just like everything in Estes Park, except for the lack of diversity. But we'll get to that some other (laughs) time. All right, I need, listen, I'm looking for cheese curds and a black person. Is there, is there, <laughs> totally. could you help, could you, is this a real place? Maybe a lesbo. Is this, is there, a, in there a lesbian within 300 miles? That'd be great. Could I, could you help me out with that? <laughs> Jesus. What is going on with you? You think, you overthink when you go on vacation. Just relax, dude. Let the cheese curd come to you. Oh, I relaxed a lot. Right. I did relax a lot. It was nice. Good morning. Oh, uh, the Merlot cheese at Costco. <laughs> it's good. 
Oh, yeah. I will give it a shot, my friend. Um, where the hell did I have those cheese curds? I am so... See, too much wine. Forget where you're having right, cheese curds. Right. That's you're a problem. The wine and curd fog. Hi, how's it going? Hey, Johnny, um, if you want to try che- good cheese curds, the Char Grill in West Bend, they're uh, bettered with spotted cow beer. I've oh, my yes. God. I, I, uh, I think I've... What's it called again? Char Grill. Oh, no, I think it's something else. It's down by Fleet Farm on, uh, off of 33 in uh, West Bend. Okay. There's something over there called cow. Cow something. And their cheese curds, I thought, were the best on on Earth. But it's over that. It's over like a, a Delafield in the little town there. Something cow. Well, I'm talking West Bend. Yeah, I know. I hear you. All right, <laughs> all right. Awesome right. Thank you. Now Perfect. I'm confused. Huh? You got me mixing up all the curd places now. How? <laughs> no. It's hard. It is. Uh, when every place has curds. The boy, I throw a tipsy cow. I tip my hat to the tipsy cow. I get a little tipsy hat to the tipsy cow on their cheese curds. They're phenomenal. Those, it, well, are, those are some of my favorites. You too. cannot serve cheese curds in the state and yeah. have them not be great. Right, right. You're going to get yelled at. Hi. John, were you at uh, Dane County Fair last week? Did you get deep fried cheese curds there? No, I didn't go to the Dane County Fair. Well, Soden FSA alumni, we're a nonprofit organization. Our main fundraiser is cheese curds and cream puffs. We yeah. are at Dane County Fair, and the last time uh, you can get them this year is going to be Utica Fest, first weekend in August. Come on out. Oh, they are legendary. I will call, second buddy. that. They're fantastic. Yeah, great call, man. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. All right, no problem. Bye. Yeah, but look at that. Yeah. Cream puffs and cheese curds. Oh. Does that sound amazing? I know, right? Like, what? go ahead, put a stint in while you're here. You know, here's the main course: <laughs> six pounds of cheese curds, <laughs> and for dessert, <laughs> Wisconsin. What are you gonna do? How about that? People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Skin sensational. Where can you see boobs and beaver on the big screen? He'll tell you. Live from Chicago, Mr. Skin. Doctor, we'll see us now. Hello, Mr. Skin. How are you? What up, Johnny? How you doing, my man? What up, my brother? Yeah. Hey, um, I guess who the number one most searched actress at our website has been over the last week? Uh, Been big in the news for a certain nuptial. (laughs) Oh, uh, uh, who just got married? I'll say... uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, J-Lo. Yes. Yeah. 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 Whenever something big in the news happens, it always means that um they become and it's like anything if i'm sure google would say the same thing but at mrskin.com jennifer lopez over the last week has been the number one most searched actress and um uh because of her you know being in the news for getting married to ben affleck but i i know that this is probably uh, a question you have when you hear a name like this or someone's big in the news is has she ever been naked in a movie and um the answer with Jennifer Lopez is yes. Well, the uh, question isn't, was she saving herself for marriage? 
I don't think that. I don't oh, think that question works. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's one of those that did her her nudity before she was famous. Right. And um, right. Uh, there was a movie in 1995 called Money Train that she did with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. At the time, she was, I think, best known as one of the fly girls on Living Color, and um, no one re- would have known Jennifer Lopez in 1995, but she did a topless scene at the 54-minute mark uh, with the sniper, and it was um, uh, pretty cool, but at the time, it was like, oh, it's just a cute girl doing a good nude scene. Well, in 1997, she did an Oliver Stone movie called U-Turn, where she was also topless, but... Then she became famous with that Grammy dress uh, in the late '90s, uh, that that green dress she wore, and um, it was a, you know, she never really did a nude scene again until, and we can't officially call it nude because it was a thong, but that movie Hustler she did when she was 49 years old a couple of years ago, um, where she played a stripper. Uh, and she, I gotta say though, it's a thong up on stage, and she's she's like doing the splits and. Oh, it's a it's worth seeing it. Technically, by how we judge nudity, because there's um, a thong, it's not officially nude, but boy, was it uh, worth seeing. And um, uh, it was the movie Hustler, Hustlers from 2019. So yeah, Jennifer Lopez has done a few things, and I think it's uh, important you know that Johnny, because uh, you just when you're when you're at parties and people say. Has Jennifer Lopez ever been nude? You now know the answer. So yeah, I r- always remember Money Train because of uh, crazy Robert Blake was in that movie. It was oh, one of the, right. before he went out and shot his wife in the head at the uh, <laughs> freaking spaghetti place. No allegedly, allegedly. Oh God! Yeah. He disappeared. What happened to that dude? He used to lo- love that guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, Beretta was one. Yeah, of my Beretta. Yeah. We watched it as a kid, man. It was a great. Yeah, film. loved it. Loved it. Um, hey. Uh, one of the things, you know, Britney Spears, um, it was, what, about eight months ago she got out of her conservatorship, uh, and um, ever since then, she's been just, like, doing these crazy postings on Instagram, and you can't do nudity, but, like, she'll be totally nude and hold her breasts, or she'll be totally nude and, like, put, like, Photoshop a little heart over her vajidjidj, and um, it, it's pretty wild, uh, it's almost like she's like, I'm free, I'm free, I'm just going to do nude stuff. So it's like every week she's doing things, and um, I haven't talked to you about it, but just in the, we, we have a, if you want to see it at Mr. Skin, we did a whole article on all these different things, but um, it's pretty crazy stuff, and uh, I don't know if it has to do with her getting out of that thing, but uh, something's up with Britney Spears, and um yeah. So it's not movie or television nudity. It's like pretty cool because it's just her in her like house. And it's stuff. kind of it's, weird. It's very weird, but I have to report on it because <laughs> I mean it's what I do, and uh, uh, and she even like is able to like. There was one where she just did over the weekend where she was like on her bed in a bikini bottom, topless, just holding her hands over her breasts, and you could see like some nip you know it's pretty crazy so any and i know you're you know um she has to do it in a way that you know covers the nudity but sometimes some things slip and uh regardless it's pretty crazy to see so uh britney uh does it again you can check it out uh probably on a weekly basis on her instagram but we we do have a good article about that at mrskin.com and um also uh uma thurman and ethan hawk have a daughter named maya hawk and she's an actress, but she also is a singer. 
And over the weekend, she put out a, well, it was like the 17th, so about a week ago, she put out a, uh, uh, she put out a, a music video um, where she's walking around topless. And it's, it's actually a really good topless scene. I think, I'm pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure YouTube played it because it's one of those things where if it's like in a music video and it's artsy, they'll allow it because it's not like in a movie. I don't know. It's like they got some weird rules. But anyway, um, she's done a couple of music videos where she's um, been nude. Brief stuff, nothing great, but this one's pretty darn good. And uh, uh, if you're a Maya Hawk fan, I know she's on that uh, very popular Netflix. Stranger uh, Things. Yeah, show. So anyway, you can check that out. Yeah. Uh, that came out over the weekend. And last but not least, Johnny, I know you're real busy, but uh, the Food Fighters did a movie called Studio 666 that uh, came out a while ago, and um, uh, boy, did it get pretty bad reviews, but everyone likes Dave Grohl and the Food Fighters, so um, that people were trying to be nice about it, and they know that they're not like really directors and actors and horror aficionados and all that, but... Um, there's a scene with Whitney Cummings where Dave Grohl's with her and she's in a bra. It is pretty darn good. I did not know Whitney Cummings had, was so ratastic. And uh, uh, anyway, um, it's 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 not a nude scene, but definitely worth checking out. So I want to give Studio Six 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 some uh, uh, pub. And uh, to me, the best scene is the Whitney Cummings in a bra with Dave Grohl scene. And I know it got ripped. I know it. Uh, didn't get good reviews, but you definitely want to see that scene. I thought it was great. I thought it was a fun movie, but okay, cool. I thought that the, the they actually had a budget for it. I thought it was they pulled it off very nicely. I thought it was going to be a lot cheesier than it was, but yeah. Well, you, so, uh, hey, listen, no one knows cheesy like you do. Yeah, <laughs> twenty five years of cheese and counting. Yeah, it's, it's all good. All right, dude. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, you got it, guys. Take all right, care. See you. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. With Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.